0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Getting Old with Garth. This week, I'm sitting down with one of the fittest dudes I've ever met. Gabe Matogo is the current fit boss serving on board the Ford and is in charge of the fitness and health regiment of over 5,000 sailors. He owns and operates the Unruly Fitness brand and is also an Army Reservist supporting the United States abroad. This guy has so many hats that I had to bring him back, and honestly, this was one of my most fun interviews to date. This week, we're talking about managing your perception of your own reality and what it means to temper your goals and also to know when to ramp up your goals just to challenge yourself. We also touched on our lives growing up and looking to your mentors for guidance. My boy's about to be a new father, so I also sat down and gave him a little bit of fatherly advice that I've learned in my own time having my son and what to expect when you're expecting. This week, I'm getting old with Gabe Mitogo, Part.
1: This is Getting Over with Garth, with your host, Michael Garcia. So, uh, today's topic. Absolutely,
2: dude. So good we had to come back for a number two, get it again. Yes, sir.
1: So, today's topic is uh, Perception is Reality which perception we're gonna talk about it 100 percent. that ties into a lot of things not just not even military that just ties into like regular life yeah so a lot
2: of people whenever you know we're in the military it's a it's a totally different thing where you know a lot of times it comes up where like oh you got caught you know slipping and stuff like that and you're you're not even doing nothing but they're like hey man perception is reality if you were messing up if it looked like you were messing up, you were messing up, right? Let me
1: let me read the definition for perception. All right, so the definition per for perception is perception is a merely a lens or mindset from which we view people, events, and things. In other words, we believe that what we are perceiving to be accurate, and we create. Listen, to this we create our own realities based off this perception. Although our perceptions feel very real, that does not mean they're necessarily factual. 100%. Although we believe they are real, that does not mean they are factual. That doesn't sound like reality to me. You ever been... (laughs) 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 It's not facts, it's not real, It's It's not not facts, that's not real. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, um, have you ever been calling one of those... uh, those situations where perception is reality is a thing you're of those situations like at work in your personal life so uh, like you're being seen- called cheating where <laughs> 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 baby it wasn't me i wasn't yeah. <laughs>
3: No, <it> was- no.
2: <laughs> so like i've seen so many other people where like even like small stuff right uh big thing with like the military right you'll be on watch and you know you doze off you get a long blink yeah <laughs> you know you get a blink that lasts a few more seconds than you're ready for right and so then the wrong person rolls up and sure enough wrong person rolls up and they are yep. like hey man you're sleeping and you're like man i sure didn't feel like i was sleeping i was just blinking you know just a real long blink and for like, like
1: five seconds yeah five <laughs> seconds i just ten do minutes. that five seconds <laughs> So I don't want to dive into like the military aspect of it right away, right? When it comes to perception, because we talked a lot about the military on the last podcast. Um, 100%. Let's talk about the fitness aspect, right? Me being a fitness person, right? So, and you being a viewer, when it comes to your perception of what I'm doing, like, what do you perceive? What do you think is actually happening?
2: Well, I mean, what I can see... Based on the videos and like what yeah. I've been showing everybody is just some freaking nature stuff. I mean, <laughs> literally, <laughs> you can go onto your onto your stuff at any time and yeah. like because you've been posting at least multiple times a day.
1: I've been I've been so. trying to, but it's like it's more sporadic, and I, I try to make it like where my page is full with stuff, but. It's not like I'm not over clustering it for the viewers, right? Yeah. So, but at the same time, like, what are you perceiving from what I've been presenting, right? Because like, it looks like it looks like I'm just I just live in the gym, on I mean, a daily kinda, bait yeah. yeah, it looks like I just live in the gym and I just eat nothing but water and rice cakes,
3: <laughs> water, rice cakes,
1: and peanuts just to survive. Like I'm on some ape stuff. Like I'm just eating nothing but.
2: Hundred percent, yeah. E- eating bananas, lifting heavy weights,
1: yeah, that's what it looks like, right? Great potassium and healthy fats. But so, when you see things like that, like what what do you perceive out of me? Like as a human being, like as a human being, what do you perceive as me as an individual and as someone that is trying to be your trainer? What do you perceive of that?
2: Well, I think for the most part, like I I personally know that you're like you're still learning right you're yeah. trying to learn every day that's a human some, thing yeah yeah but some people might even see that as like oh you're like doing all this stuff you're just trying to get views you're trying to get like seen by the right people you're just trying oh. to look hot for all the all the chicks right yeah and they don't oh. even know if you're <laughs>
3: i'm
1: not so i'm not trying to look hot for all the chicks. but i i did have someone on that on that tone that you just mentioned someone did tell me like nah what you're doing is way too much i can't train with you and i i had that because that's how they perceived me yeah and that was the reality of what they perceived right you guys uh viewer say hi to kiko what up uh, kiko yeah, what up kiko big mike <laughs> yeah so back to your the perception of what you're saying i didn't mean to cut you off
2: no you good right and so but you'll you'll see like you know, a lot of people might look at that and they're like, oh, you know, this is like all like a vanity thing. Right. And, you know, they, they're like, oh, this guy, he's like working out, but he's only doing it for himself. Right. Yeah. And you'll see that a lot. Right. That's a, that's a I think that that's a, a problem that a lot of people seem to think about with the gym culture. Right. Because even what if you post like anything motivational. Right. You're yeah. like, hey, it takes hard work, perseverance to get to this point. Right. Uh, you know. Rome wasn't built in a day. That kind of stuff. Yeah. People are like, oh yeah, no, this dude just picks things up, puts things down, and that's all he does. But they don't, they don't go to look into, you know, what it takes to actually get there, right? Yeah. And you're not doing this just for yourself, right? You are testing your limits. You are trying to do things that are for yourself, but you testing yourself is also a part of you learning how to like work with your body so that you yes, can sir. teach other people how to work with their own.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. I have to be uh I have to be willing to put myself in the same circumstances that I want to push you to. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I tell my I tell I used to tell my clients, uh, I'm not making you do anything that I haven't done myself.
2: Which is and good, right? Yeah. That's what you want out of somebody. You don't want somebody that's like, you know, oh hey, like go do this crazy workout right now, right? And then they're like, yo, you can't even do this, right? <laughs> <laughs> like- and then so
1: I used to be ashamed of this, but like you've seen my transformation pictures oh, 100%. of what I went through. So like when someone gets down on themselves, we talked about this before we even went on air. Um, I'm going to push you to your limits because I know what you're capable of. Like we let our mind get in the way of what our body is capable of doing. Right. So I had let my mind for so long tell me I couldn't do something. But at the same time, I'm doing it now. So if I know what your body's capable of doing, but your mind is making you shut down, I'm going I'm, to I'm that's what I'm there for. I'm here to push you to that limit because I know you can break that wall.
2: Yeah. And, you know, even like every person, especially in like a fitness aspect, you're going to get to the point where like okay, initially I'm making big gains. Right. Yeah. Every week I'm going up in weight every week. I'm dropping pounds on the scale. Right. Yeah. Depending on what your goals are. But eventually you're going to hit the plateau, right? Yeah. Everyone does it because your body just gets used to what you're doing. Yeah. And so you hit that wall and then motivation absolutely floors, right?
1: And then, but that's, you talked about that, that plateau. That's when, uh, rest and recovery really comes into play though, because you feel like you hit that plateau, but it's just your body really telling. I feel like it's your body telling you that, Hey, we probably need to rest, recuperate and regain our strength. Cause like, it's cool. Like I, I used to think it was cool going to the gym like six to seven days a week without a rest. Oh, I did it for yeah. years. You know, and I'd spent... be like my, re- my rest days at the gym, I'm just going to do cardio and abs. That's my rest day and yeah. do some stretching. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like your body's telling you like, Hey, maybe, uh, no gym today. Just sit here and eat a whole pizza and watch TV and just probably stretch at home. Yeah, And, and people don't realize that fact. Uh, I'm saying that because that's literally what I'm doing right now. Like I had that happen last week. My body was just like, stop going to the gym. Like we just need to stop right now and re and rest and recuperate. And I didn't go to the gym for the whole week. I'm not even a lot of y'all. Like I had Girl Scout cookies two days in a row. Yo, I'm not talking like two or three. <laughs> I'm talking about like a whole pack. Yeah, what girl scout cookies was you eating i had to get the s'mores man the s'mores? I, I got the s'mores s'mores is so legit i had the s'mores uh i'm a samoa's guy myself dude samoas, is i can't <laughs> i haven't i haven't tried it so i can't knock it but i had the i had the s'mores the lemon ones boy what they Dude. go crazy girl scout cookies is dangerous though yeah i had the dosey Dose, but they aren't that good as i thought they would be no, no. Not, so yeah i'm a I'm a, I'm a big s'mores guy give me a pack of s'mores girl scout cookies and a half gallon of milk i'm good to go easy day yeah very easy day
3: <laughs> every <laughs> day right
1: there but no, my body told me like, hey, rest. And I usually schedule my rest days out and everything like that. And I, I schedule them to where I go to the gym and I just do cardio and I do a little bit of abs and then like that's it for the day. But my body told me last weekend like, hey, no, chill out, bro. You're, you're good. You don't need to do anything. And I, was, and I get so scared because like I'm so self-conscious because of that perception of reality, right? Like, I don't want my body to slip. I don't want people to see me being... Not what I'm. I've 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 set that standard to be right. So I don't want them to see anything other than that. But then at the same time, it's like your body knows what it's doing. Yeah, like you just can't. have to listen. You just have to listen. So I'm listening to it, and like I did what my body told me to do. And the the two the days right after those two days, like it was still the same. My body felt stronger. Like I was lifting heavier. <laughs> it's it And that's just that's what comes with it, with listening to your body. And the crazy thing is. I tell my clients, hey, listen to your body. Your body's going to tell you what to do and what's right. If it doesn't 100%. feel right, don't do it. But then me at the same time, I'm like, no, I have this perception of reality that I have to up- uphold for my clients, for the viewers that I'm trying to obtain and the viewers that I have. And it may, it drives me to this point of almost almost insanity some days, though. it's It's crazy because- my body, like my body would tell me like we're I don't feel like working out today. No. And I'm just like, we're going. I'm like <laughs> 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 you had a full day of work. You have a whole load of homework to do, and you want to go do a two hour workout. We're not doing it today. My body's telling me like we're not doing it today. And then I go to the gym. This this literally will last week, right? So I go to the gym, I'm doing I'm doing arms and shoulders, right? And it's just like I'm glad you're here, but we're not doing this today. <laughs> it's, just, it's literally like, we're not doing this today. It's like, you need to go to class, and we didn't even take a nap today. <laughs> so I'm like, It's not <laughs> happening. I'm just like, all right, well, thank you. So I left, and I'm like, all right, well, at least I'm making a class on time. It's just like, okay, it's whatever. But that perception, that reality that I have for myself of like having to uphold this standard, right? trying to be this person this persona it's because this this is interesting right so unruly fitness check out at unruly fitness underscore.com absolutely at unruly underscore fitness um this persona essentially right it came about during deployment 2017 I knew what un, that was the name unruly. I knew what it meant about what it was about because I don't like being told what to do. I want my own justification. Right. So even when my body tells me what to do, I'm just like, no, we're not doing that. Like yeah. my the- body's like, listen, my brain is like, no,
3: yeah,
1: your mind is. Stronger <laughs> yeah. your I'm just like, ah, you're such an a-hole. Like, <laughs> Just listen some days. So it's like, that's what I'm Really Fitness is all about. Like we're pushing the limits all the time. Like we're even rejecting our own body. My own I'm even rejecting my own body at what it needs to be doing at the proper time. But it came about during a deployment. And ever since then it's been just a trickle effect of just behavioral and relentless being resilient with everything you do. Yeah. And it's come to a certain point where like I have to justify what I'm doing and what I'm doing it for. And I have to learn, and this is part of my being a human, being a human, right? We have to learn our limits, but at the same time, we need to learn when we can break those limits and when we need to listen to our body. Well, yeah, you have to know to the limits. difference, yeah. right?
2: Between like, oh, I don't want to do this, and oh, I can't do this, yeah. right? It's those are there are two different limits that you'll place on yourself, and a lot of times people don't realize that, like. A lot of that is just that that mind saying like I don't want to do it, not yeah. your body going. There's I cannot do this, right? Yep. And so, but I learned a lot whenever I was going through the pipeline. For me, I spent two years in school. I was working out four hours a day, oh, yeah, yeah, six good. seven days
1: a week. So um, let me let me tell you guys one thing for the people that are watching on live right now, Garcia, <laughs> dude gets fit is yeah. legit. That was my man. He had me motivated. And this is like when I was like one fit, five I was I'm five eight, so I'm like one fifty. Watching him, I'm like yo, how's he Dude, doing that?
2: It's it for me. It after, was like right after basic. I'm like how's he doing that? <laughs> I had started out right. So I, when I graduated high school, I was like two hundred forty pounds. I yeah. was as big as I hit ever. How tall been. are you? Uh, five six. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was short, and I could roll down a hill. All right, but you could easy. run,
1: man. Remember, you could run at basic.
2: Well, that was, that was months of, so like I had, there was like a lot of people who got held up for like six to like nine months to join the Navy. Yeah. Um, when I was first like thinking about joining the Navy, I was like, yo, my like career field, they always want you to like wait for yeah. like a long time. So I had already, they had opened up a, a small gym in my hometown And I had already been like starting to lose weight because in college, my roommate literally just ate peanut butter straight off the spoon. We would run (laughs) like- Good fats, good healthy fats and protein. It was nuts, dude. So we would run a mile and a half to the gym, work out, run a mile and a half back. So I was already used to it. And then on top of that, what was even crazier is I would end up going and when I would go to work out at my small town gym, right? I was running for like an hour a day, every single day. And it hurt, dude. But I was losing weight like crazy because I I needed to lose the weight to join the Navy at the time. Well, after I joined the Navy, right? we, We went through boot camp. I was still like really good on like my cardio and my cardiovascular system at the time was like really good. So I still kept running after I had started the pipeline. I would still run an hour every day. But I was in the gym for like four hours a day, like six days a week.
1: Doing and what?
2: Just everything. I mean, I there was like days that I would do legs for like two and a half hours. I would run. I would be on the stair climber for like 30, 45 minutes at a time. And I was like, I just need to not be able to walk tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like
1: it's destructive. I know, the, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Um, So what the thing with fitness sometimes is like. Uh, we perceive it as perception to reality, right? Because that's the yeah. topic of today. We perceive it as an escape, and that's the thing that I had to learn, man. And um, cause we to- we talked offline. We, you know what, what I'm trying to do in the future? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we perceived it as an escape to reality, right? But in essence, it really isn't. It's it should be a stress relief, right? Cause at the end of the day, we should use it as a tool to face reality, and that's what I've learned, man. It's it's it was a hard bought. It was a hard fought battle. It was a hard fought battle.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, For me, when I don't know something, I seek some help. And that's, and that has, it wasn't, it hasn't always been that way. It took me a long time to reach that. Well, uh, it's, it you takes, try
2: to do things yourself.
1: Yeah. like And it what takes a maturing and it's being us being males. It's a lot yeah. of pride that goes into that. And that even when it comes to a, to come comes to physical training right so i train a lot more females than i train males and that's for a reason because males are so timid to ask for help and those that do they realize something they realize like let me put my pride aside and seek that advice well and that's right? a huge that's
2: a huge problem that you run into with a lot of guys too yeah. is, is guys are always like oh well this is gonna be a competition like i know yeah. you know i know i want you to train me but i want to be i want to to show you that i can, I do can be more better than, than you. you yeah but it doesn't have to be that way
1: and i've had I've, I've had that and for me it's like if you can do more than me i'm happy for you that's but good I, right yeah but like my goals are different than what your goals are right so i'm glad you you're able to lift more than me i'm glad you're able to run faster than me i'm glad you're able to swim way better than me i'm working speaking of, i'm working on my swimming right now still too I'm glad that your nutrition is way better than what mine is right now. But at the same time, I'm still learning. Like I'm only 26 years old. Like I've, I'm (laughs) barely hitting my peak, dude. Like I'm still learning and still progressing in life. Like I'm still trying to attain those things to myself. So even if I train you, I'm glad you're able to do those things. But I had to realize I had to put my pride aside for certain things to make sure that I'm able and growing in the right way. So getting back to it, it's just like us males, we tend to put our pride so much further than yeah. asking for help. And I was I'm very guilty of that. Well, um, I think
2: every guy goes through it. That's like a huge problem that until you you realize that, like, you can ask for help and it's not only like good for you to do it like it's encouraged by a lot of people like right but who uh, encourages it Let,
1: no let's be honest it's no, always
2: no. like the older like so who, i always who who did you no no, no.
1: so because we're talking about perception is reality right yeah in your perception who came up to you was like hey it's okay to cry it's okay to ask for help what male not female what male came well, so up to you I was had, like,
2: i i was really lucky in in that regard right so i met my dad when i was 26 years old yeah so when I met my dad, my dad was like, look, man, like, it's okay to ask for help. Like, you don't have the answers and that's fine. And he was like, I'm a, I'm a 45, 50 year old man. Like, I don't, I don't have the answers myself. Right. And so I, it was, that was, that that's, was my learning deep. curve. Right. Yeah. So it took me being a 26 year old man, like finally meeting my dad and my dad going like, look, man, like you're not going to have the answers. Yeah. I don't even have all the answers. Yeah. And it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to like not know things. You're gonna learn it over time. And like he he's been like a huge role model to me for like the last like three years, right? Since and you United met him when Net. you were 26,
1: right? Yeah. And You know what's crazy? I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off. And no, bad. you good? But I always saw so, uh, as a teenager, like my dad. I was like he knows all the answers he should have all the answers yeah why is he not giving why is he not giving me the right tools and everything right when i grew older when i got into the navy and i was like why did i know this why didn't i know that why didn't know that? why didn't he tell me that and i forgot the real i forgot the realization that he's a human yeah my perception <laughs> of him was so high like like i would go to job interviews like before i joined the navy they'd be like who's your hero like my dad he's on this that and the third like my dad has like three master's degrees he's a pastor he's a minister and like i'm like that's my hero but at the same time i'm like i never knew that he's a human i never perceived him as a human i perceived him as my dad right yeah because like if we if we let's let's go into comical versions right uh the show the movie sky high yeah yeah <laughs> his dad was a superhero literally a superhero right so you have this huge figure that you have to live up to, right? So I have this huge figure that I have to live up to. Cause I, I'd go to church and the perception, the reality that is facing me is like people talking to me, like, your dad has three master's degree. What are you gonna do? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> can I graduate high school? I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna Yeah. I'm gonna- survive yeah yeah. it's like i didn't even i didn't even know what life was like outside of high school and people were telling me like yeah your dad has three masters like yeah he's doing stuff like what are you gonna do i'm like well i'm gonna keep playing soccer and just see what what happens after high school like i'd even like no one took the time my parents never took the time and told me like hey when you graduate uh there's bills there's a car loan car insurance dude uh light bill cable bill rent then no one no one's like the time to tell me that stuff
2: well and we don't learn it in high school either that's the i think that 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 is something that i have learned a lot and i've been like talking to so many people right because i i'm the oldest of like my brothers yeah and i'm like one of the oldest of my sisters which i i didn't meet any of my sisters till i was 26 too because they're all my dad's side right yeah But like, a lot of parents, they're like just learning sometimes, like all of these things themselves when they become parents. But and and that adds like another layer to it on top of it, right? But then you go through school. What do what do we teach? All right, you gotta learn two plus two equals four. All right, you gotta learn that like how some sciences work. Right, you gotta learn about this rock is this. I'm about to break some (laughs) news for
1: now because we're talking about being parents. I'm about to break some news. No, yeah so <laughs> like because you're a parent yourself yeah 100 yeah. percent. so you your perception right now as a parent right because you remember being a child mm-hmm. living in your parents home yeah 100 percent. yeah so what did you what was your perception of their of your reality at that moment of well, what they were doing for you and and how they perceived life
2: i mean i watched my my parents like tried to give me as much as they had but we had yeah. a penny in the wall dude i didn't have two pennies to rub together we we grew up dirt poor. I mean, and then I as soon as I started growing up and we started kind of making some money. Yeah, stock market falls, recession happens. Two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. And that there was we go. that was I was a sophomore in high school, right? So just as soon as everything started going, two thousand eight,
1: I was. Going, I was uh, oh, we're not that we're not that far apart in age. No, nah, we're only yeah. like a couple of years apart. Like two, because I was a two thousand eight. I was a I was a eighth grader yeah so you're a sophomore yeah so we're like two years apart yeah, we, yeah. and we, so
2: like i like as soon as we finally started getting stable money it was like gone again because my mom's been in real estate for like 20
1: years uh, now yeah and real so, estate in recession that is yeah. definitely not a good thing yeah so
2: you watch the housing market crash so All i know how, how she's doing
1: now with the real estate she good now oh pff. it's she a buyer's busy. market she's
2: so busy dude she can't stop like yeah every day so i she got, I got that to gucci mom. fendi she learned to put back like after you know after we went through 2008 and my parents were like paycheck to paycheck yeah my mom would sell a house we do something really nice and then you know That's now it. we're waiting on then the you know, next check the next check we Any got baloney and ramen dude yeah. and it was because we had no money right yeah we lived this lavish lifestyle for like a couple years and then as soon as like things started looking up recession happened yeah. we got no money again now we're now we don't even know what to do right so i lived through that and it it wrecked me like mentally and now like with me and my wife like my wife her parents were like really good with money yeah they grew up poor themselves to the point that they're like all right we're gonna squirrel all this money away we're gonna live off a of, you know we're gonna wipe our butts with sandpaper right
1: like yeah. we don't care i can't hear, let me do one thing i can't hear uh, you good
2: work. Keep talking. But yeah, so like I grew up literally with no money to my name. And as soon as we had some money, we lost it all. So for me, when I met my wife, she was already really good with money. Now we have a huge nest egg for ourselves, but we live broke. It's a mentality, man. You got to you got to learn how to like live off of what you got and, you know, then live off of even less than that. So I had to learn how to like, you know, when the car bill comes up, how to pay for everything for your cars, when things start breaking, you got to learn how to fix it yourself because you're trying to save that money. You don't want to be spending all this money on an already expensive vehicle so you can fix it. So it was like this big change for me uh, mentally where I was like, look, I got to learn how to be good with money. I got to be good with these things that like you don't learn in high school. Because they don't teach you like, oh, taxes, right? Yeah, I never learned taxes when I was in school. Or
1: I still, I still don't know what taxes. Uh, I did see one thing though. This one lady was talking about like how the IRS, there's like, there's legal, p- passbys with the IRS, right? Yeah. But like- the one thing, just like, uh, I'm always throw back to fitness, man. Just like with not knowing why your body's acting a certain way, if you research it and you read about it, you'll figure out why your body's doing this. Yeah. So with taxes, we don't know what we we honestly don't know what we're doing unless we're tax experts. Yeah, like 100%. we don't know, we don't know the legal bypass and stuff like that unless we're tax experts. So let's read up on it. You don't know what you're really doing, and that's the one thing, right? Or what you're paying for? Oh yeah. So like, I'll get state taxes like for five hundred. I was like, all right, whatever. Let me just pay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but not even know why you're yeah, having. Yeah, I'm just right? like, okay, cool. I got state taxes. All right, I don't even know how to bypass it. That's that's cool, but. The fact that you talked about just like how everything you went through, right? The whole recession and stuff like that and how we perceived our parents as this holier as our thou, right? Yeah. They they knew all the answers. They we, were larger than life. Yeah. Bro. And I mean, when I become a parent, I want I want that perception too, right? Because I want to pass on the right knowledge. I want to pass on the right information so that they can do better than what I did.
2: But and on top of that too, right? So you perceive your parents as like superheroes, right? And oh, yeah. when for you sure. end up for when, sure when you end up having your kid, you know now that like your kid you just broke
1: the news. No, like when Whoever's you are just watching right now. <laughs> I am having a kid December 15. Hey, dude. If you are watching right now and you just heard that I'm having a kid December 15, go ahead and hit me in my Instagram inbox right now Yo, blast it off because yeah i want to i want to see who's watching who's a real follower if they're not it is what it is Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is what but it yeah. is
2: <laughs> but yeah like right so you perceived your parents as like these superheroes Facts. and now you're gonna know that like that's what your kids gonna see you as like one day right and that's my scary son, my son my son's almost three years old and Do you
1: think he knows what what's even happening the, within the next two, the past two years of his life? Do you no. think he knows? I exactly.
2: Mean, like, and the big thing too, right? So I've been, I've been having to talk to him because my wife and him's in Georgia right now, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm having to talk to him on like FaceTime and stuff. And it's, yeah. it's so like crazy, right? It's he, like talking to a knows, doll because he doesn't know what's well, going on. Well, he knows <laughs> me too, though, now. Like, it's so crazy. Did because, he say dada? Yeah. Oh, uh, he, he'll be like, what's up, daddy? Like, what's happening? You know, what are, what are you doing? And, you know, he's like cognizant enough now that we can have like full scale conversations. And I can be like, hey, you know, what are you doing today? And he's like, oh, you know, I've been watching like PJ Mask. I've been
1: doing these things
2: and stuff. But like these aren't
1: these are not lasting thoughts, though, for him. No, no, I no, no, no. That.
2: But like I now have to know that the way my son sees me is how I saw my dad. Right. Yeah. Or like my stepdad you know, these, these larger than life people who are like these superheroes. Right. And so for me, that's like, that's, that's a stress that I'm taking on knowing that I have to do more for him than what was done for me before so that he can do, he can have a better life than what I had growing up. Yeah. And so not only are you having to deal with like, I want to be the superhero for my son, but I want him, I want him to be able to feel like I'm a superhero and I want to know that I'm doing everything I can for him. And so that that carries like a whole lot of weight because, you know, if I'm gonna be perceived as a superhero, I don't feel like a superhero every day. I don't feel like a superhero one percent of my days probably. But I know that I have to I have to do more yeah. to make sure that I get to that like superhero status. I want to feel like I deserve the look in my son's eyes and the way my son feels in his heart about me. I want I want to be able to earn that from him.
1: Well, if you want to feel like a superhero, we can always uh, train it at unruly yo. underscore fitness. Hit it, bro! <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, no. That's how, that really I. That resonates with me, man. Because um, when I got the news that I was having a kid, I don't think that many people are watching, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> not on live. Not alive. live. They probably will when they tune in. Um, When I did get the news that I was having a, a kid, I was like,
2: yo, this is it's life-changing
1: yeah it's like i wasn't even like i wasn't i was like you for real like i'm happy like i was ecstatic because like my whole thing in life is like what's next like i got i got you know the job that i have and everything and like i don't want to say it on air but it's like i'm going to school it's a big job Yeah, yeah i'm going to school i'm about to graduate next year and it's like i have this huge job and this huge responsibility to like a, a lot, lot of, people. of people, a lot of, a lot of people see me as this big figure and I'm like, okay, I get the position. I'm like, what's next? I'm like, for that's, that's just who I am. I'm like, all right, now what's next? Like, what do, like, how do I improve from this? 100%. And it's like, I have a kid, like now I have a life that I can teach these values to, that I can, that I can pass on what I wish I was taught when I was growing up, that mm. I wish I knew at the age of 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, at 18, like the amount of knowledge that I wish I knew at such a young age, like you see those memes all the time. It's like, do you want to restart at age 10? With all the knowledge you have yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> or go to age 45 with this X amount of money. It's just like... I, let me go back let me let me start at age 10 with this new infant then and put all that money exactly in let me <laughs> <laughs> let me let me start with this infant right here give him all the knowledge like get let me put him on a game and be like yo the way you perceive things in life is not how they really are right no you, you can trust x amount of people but that's your perception in reality, they, they can do whatever they want to you because they have no loyalty. They're not bound to you, they're bound to themselves. And that's how life is. Like in life, you have no responsibility to no one else but yourself.
3: Yeah.
1: And, and, it's, and, hard and, to and, deal. and
2: it's hard for people to, to grasp that too, though, in right? Any
1: aspect of life, right? Mm-hmm. Job, family, relationships, work. I said, I said work already, but in any aspect of your life, you have no responsibility to anybody else except yourself. Like you could literally like, think of this, like I'm not saying do it right. Yeah. You could literally be sitting at home with your family. One day, get up, get in your truck, drive off, never come back. Yeah. You have no responsibility to anyone in your life except yourself but the the way we perceive our reality right that's what makes it so concrete yeah you perceive you perceive it's so concrete like i have to be here for this x amount of individuals because i'm their sole caregiver i can't leave because x amount of things
2: well and on top of that too right because you know you can do things for yourself and a lot of people do right for yeah. a long time. And then when you bring in, you know, other people to your family, right? You build your own family is based on what you want. You already should always be that right. Some people, they, they, they perceive that they need to be a part of this thing that might not be very healthy for them. Right. And so th- it might not be a healthy relationship to them where they're like, Oh, you know, like, Uh, you know, I'm fighting all the time with this girl. And, but I feel like I need to be with her because I did this thing. And now, now you have, you know, the shotgun weddings, or you have all these things that happen in your life where you perceive that this is like a big deal and I need to stay around. But then you might stay around in like a toxic relationship with somebody who doesn't respect you or you end up not respecting them. And it turns into this big problem for you. But if you can like understand that there's, there's more to your life than being stuck in something that you don't enjoy, your whole goal should be to enjoy your life and to find the people that can make your life even better. While that is like, you should be selfish. You should be very selfish with the things that make you happy For me, meeting my wife was the best thing that ever happened to me where I have never felt more happy and more alive to be with my wife. And she compliments me, but that's selfish of me because I know that she makes me happy. She gives me the motivation to be like this great person, my son the same way. So while I could just get up, walk out the house, never see her again and never see my son again, I know That the way I feel about my family is the reason that I do everything that I do. So I've perceived that in my selfishness, to only make myself happy, that this family makes me so happy that I want to be there with them and be there for them, and I do want to be that protector and you know that kind of stuff for my family. But you you see all these people. I've seen so many people in like bad relationships that have only ended in like just fights right people you'll never talk to again but
3: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) no I'm sorry dude there's one person like my fate one of my favorite people in the world uh Caitlin DeWint uh she was like the first person I ever started training dude yo shout out to her yeah shout out to Candler she's watching right now um yeah she just saw the news that I broke about (laughs) having a kid (laughs) she's falling on my phone I'm sorry Caitlin I didn't I'm sorry I didn't tell you earlier but yeah, it was a big secret. You, you yeah, know? <laughs> It's not a big secret. Like, I'm not trying to hide it, honestly. Um, I'm super ecstatic, but it's just coming from the background I'm coming from, right? like my yeah. parents expect certain things. And I'm just like, I can't give you what you want in this world based off of what you believe. And that's just where I'm coming from. But before I touch on that, I want to touch on the fact that you mentioned being selfish, right? Um, you have to be selfish because... In order for me, I, I I say this repeatedly, right, to to my significant other, like, in order for me to give you the best of me, I have to be selfish to give myself the best of me first. I have to give myself the time that I need. I have to, for me, it's, I have to go to the gym. I have to, I have to get that breakdown of figuring out why I'm doing this. I have to figure out, I have to get that coaching, uh, He's not watching right now, but shout out to Don Natolo, Right, yeah. this is this is my cousin. He's my he's my mental guru essentially right now. I need that. I need that phone call for thirty minutes, ten hour, where I regroup and I get that coaching of mental stability. I need those, and that if I if I if I break it down, that's literally for when you're in the gym for like four hours. For me, that's two and a half to four hours right there. I need that time. Yeah, I need that time because I'm going to work and then i'm coming home and being expected of a certain things but i need that time to work out to get that break to relax to get those endorphins running and i need that time to get that coaching it doesn't happen frequently but i need that coaching like hey regroup this is you it's okay to be a human it's okay to have meltdowns and <clears throat> when we come back to perception of reality right let me let me go back to it i I, um, I'm not trying, I'm trying not to get emotional, dude. Cause it's, no, 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 no. Cause, uh, it's, it's a very, for me, it's a very touchy subject, uh, as far as like emotions. Like I don't like sharing my emotions and stuff like that, but, um, dang, I'm about to, I do. I'm about to cry. I'm real. I've been trying to cry for like the past, uh, five months. <laughs> 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 That's how I not know. Um, so, I've, we, my thing, my thing with fitness, right, it's, it's a mental thing. More than anything, fitness is a mental thing. Um, You can't do something if your mind and your heart and your body isn't into it. So, first, I always tell people, I'm not trying to change, I'm not trying to change your body. I'm trying to change your mindset the way you're thinking of things, right? And, for a, there was a period of time, I think it was around, uh, it was February. I completely was not into, not. I wasn't completely into anything. I was physically and mentally broken down, right? Yeah. Not physically, but more, more so mentally, right? Um, I was aware of it too. That's, a, that's the crazy thing. Uh, before, I, I would never be aware of it. I would always drink my struggles away. But I was aware of it. I knew I was not myself. I was not in the right head of space. And I told my significant, I was like, hey, I'm not myself. Um. I tried many things to break through. I was like, what am I doing? But the one thing I didn't try is I didn't allow myself that space to embrace it. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy thing. Because my perception of my reality was you are this, you are unruly fitness. You don't have time to be sad (laughs) yeah you don't have time to look down on yourself you don't have time to think oh i can't do this you don't have time you don't have time to embrace those emotions right and that was my perception of my reality and then i'm looking back on it now it's like there's like why
2: yeah i mean you you have built like a massive like brand for yourself yeah but You can't let yourself get lost in that, like, I have to be this person, right? Because everybody is very fluid, right? Some days are better than others. Your feelings change about things, you know, constantly, often, right? And so you got to get used to, you know, that being able to, like, tell yourself, like, oh, today I just don't feel that way, right? And, you know, constantly changing, constantly growing, Mentally, physically, right? Everything that you do has to be, has to be very fluid and willing to understand that like, look, man, emotions play into every single facet of every day of your life. You can be the most motivated person on the outside and be the least motivated person on the inside. And that's fine, dude. Yo, <laughs> like, say that again. Say that again yeah, for the viewers. Say right? that again. Say yeah. that
1: again,
3: man.
2: Because yeah. you can be the most motivated person on the outside and still be the least motivated person on the inside, and that's that. That is what? reality, right? Because you, people can look. Garcia at you.
1: gets fit. Just drop the dime, <laughs> y'all. Y'all don't even realize what.
2: No, so like right? Because where I'm at right now, like like physically, right? Mm-hmm. I I have been like so stressed at work. Always. Right. And I'm in the process of planning a move. Yeah. Leaving a command, which is like a huge undertaking. Right. Very huge. Four years that I've spent in the Mm. same job doing the same thing with the same people. Commitment. Yeah. And I'm used to a certain way of living and I'm having to change (sighs) everything right now. It feels like. Yeah. And so I had to I felt the need to drop off so many things out of my life to plan this move. And like move my family across the United States to do things. Right. But I look at your like fitness pages and your personal page and like seeing all the things that you do. Yeah. And to me, right. It might look like you're at the top of the hill. You're like, (laughs) you're crushing all your goals. (laughs) You're making all the gains. You're crushing everything. And I'm like, dude, I just want to be that guy. And you could be sitting there in the middle of posting that video. You could be like, dude, I just feel like I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. And,
1: and what do we talk about the whole top of the hill thing, man? Like, yeah. One of my favorite. Sh- one of my favorite shows as a child was uh, King of the Hill. <laughs> 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 <Dale>. <laughs> I, I sell, sell propane, yeah, propane yeah. accessories. Exactly. But dad. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> So what we talk about being on top of that hill, right? Like you can feel you. It ties back into the whole top. The whole topic of today is perception of reality, right? The way you perceive the reality of my life was that I'm on top of the hill, right? Yeah. But the way I perceive it is I'm at the bottom, yeah. because I'm following all these other pages, right? They got way more viewers. They're they getting got- they're getting put on Sports Center, and I'm here just like having. The bare minimum like i got like 50 followers but you perceive me what i'm doing as extravagant and i i'm, I'm not even, i'm not i'm not gonna downplay it i have a great job i love the job that i do you know the job that i have and that's that's i don't want to mention it but you know the job that i have you, you know the people it, that i right? serve yeah
2: and that's the big thing right you have you have like Apex, the way you felt, you know, a couple of years ago, where yes, you, you would show up every day and you're like, Man, I hate my job. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I'll quit right now, you know? And like I'm in the
1: same environment.
2: But you, you are, are like so much it. better,
1: right? Loving it. I'm talking like I'm 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 loving it. Cause it, it's a it's a different vibe and a different feeling, right? Somebody I've had a couple of people tell me, like, you're back here now after doing that before i'm like yeah it's a different it's a different scenario like i'm in a different position than i up, was before yeah you wake
2: up wanting to be at work like yeah. enjoying your job
1: like legitimately. i can, i control like i control when i go into work i control what needs to be done for the day like i am my sole manager like yeah i have a supervisor that i have to report to but I make, I make things move and happen. And that's always been what I want to do because I know I have that capability inside of me. And you're
2: working for you. You're working for you. You're doing things to make yourself.
1: True, true. But I'm not working for me. I'm working for those individuals out there. You know, I'm working for those sailors.
2: And, but you working for those people too is like something that you find personal pride in. It's something that makes you happy to do what you do. And you know that you're making a difference to like all these people, right? Yeah, because we talked about the last thing.
1: podcast. Yeah, because I I wanted you know what I, I wanted to do, man. I always wanted to get back to the community that that got me in this track. Exactly. Like they gave me. I I wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for the Navy. I'm hands down. I wouldn't I wouldn't have known about this position. I wouldn't have gained this knowledge. I wouldn't have gained the freaking GI Bill because of this without the Navy. Yeah. Like. Without it, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in right now. Look, like, look where we at, bro. We chilling. Look, yeah. look at the they can't see the TV. Yeah. buddy. <laughs> I'm balling. Yeah, it's a good time, man. I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. I ain't broke. I'm balling on him. here. The TV nice.
2: That's right, dude. Garcia's
1: place is better than my here. Whole first class. <laughs> <laughs> Those y'all no. don't understand the military when the, where the first class is he making big bucks. No. He big daddy. He be, he daddy war bucks out here.
2: That's my wife, dude. My <laughs> wife is like trying to do. She's trying to be like a doctor and like all this other stuff. She got. She has like the honestly like I ambition, I can talk yeah. my wife up. A billion times over and it's still not enough, but and literally like, like she, she is in a field that she loves in a very similar fashion where like the people that she helps on a day to day basis is why
1: she loves to do her job. I don't know if you want to add this up. I, I, I'm i asking a personal question. you didn't give her your GI Bill in order to be a doctor?
2: Uh, well, so big thing, all right, uh, without sounding like too much of a, uh, a not chill dude. I, I'm not, but that's fine, it's, dude. It's, your it's life. specifically it's for, because yeah. the Navy is already paying for her schooling. Right. Cause she's my spouse. Yeah. She oh, already, yeah, the TA, yeah, yeah. she already gets like TA. She gets a bunch of grants and discount, stuff like yeah. that. And so she's like found a way. And, and also like, I don't feel like she would even want it from me. Right. Uh, she's very independent. Yeah. Uh, when I met her and like, when, when
1: my wife and I got together, I wanted to get into that topic. But go ahead, good. I'm gonna yeah, ask we'll, you a question we'll about it. it yeah, right? yeah, that was a nice um,
2: topic. When my wife and I got together, we were very independent. We were not looking for each other. We weren't looking for anything like we weren't even looking for anything serious, right? It was like one of those things where I met my wife uh, while I was in the pipeline. I had already gotten out of like a bunch of bad relationships, much like what we had talked about before, right? You can get in relationships with people yeah. and like things happen and you're just fighting with them all the time and you don't, you don't even enjoy being around them. Yeah. But you got to do what's good for you. Yeah. Even if it's not, if it, if you can't like feel like it's good for what could be the rest of your life. And I, when I met my wife, she had just gotten out of a bad relationship. I had gotten out of a bad relationship. We just met each other. We were just, we we're just trying to be friends, right? We, we were just trying to hang out, see um, the area. And it turned
3: into, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it turns yeah, into so, big, yeah, right. so all right so that's another thing when it comes to perception of reality right because when you're on the boat uh i'm just gonna say that but because that's that's the culture we're both familiar with yeah, right we're very familiar yeah with i mean even in civilian life too you you can come across that in whatever job you do like if a male and female are friends right yeah um people perceive things in their own reality they think like oh they're doing that they're hooking up yeah they're hooked i i didn't i didn't want to say the word because that's Yeah, they're hooking up. I I stopped cursing, so for the viewers out there, like, yeah, they're hooking up, like they're doing this, like when essentially, like they just might have a platonic friendship, right? And I've I've had that. Um, There, it's very difficult, right? Yeah, because no cap, you're a handsome dude. You're a handsome (laughs) dude, hands down. You're a handsome dude. All right, and if you're with a female that is also attractive. They'd be like, and you guys like your attractiveness is compatible, right? They'll assume they must be they they They're must hooking be hooking up. Them. Yeah. They must be, and in the Navy sense, right? Like if you're always walking around with a female, you guys are just friends. You're a married person, right? You're you respect your wife, hundred percent, hundred percent. You would never do anything. Doubt that. But the mindset of the culture that you're in, and that's the thing the mindset of the culture that, that your culture that you're in right the perception of reality of what they perceive right because they're always taught perception is reality yeah if i see you sleeping you you were sleeping if i see you walking with a female you would her you guys are dating right that's the perception of the reality that of that culture yeah and like it's, you, it's it can ruin a good friendship a lot of friendships good right? friendships right like you you both I, I'm just saying this scenario, and I don't even know if it's... it's it never even happened. Oh, it no, might not yeah. even be true, yeah. Like, you two were good friends. Just that. Just good friends. You vibe together. And it's okay to vibe with someone that's not your spouse. In my, in, my, in my perspective, right? Yeah. It's okay to vibe with someone that's not your spouse or your significant other. Because we... There are, what is it? I don't know how many, the number of people on this earth, like nine billion, seven billion, whatever. China has like 20 of them. <laughs> yeah. They,
3: they got most of them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we are on this earth, like, there's no way you can assume that, there's no way you can assume that you're the only person that I vibe with on this earth. No. My, my, there's no way my significant other, uh, even if they do assume that, like, there's no way. Like, you're not the only person on this earth that I connect with and that I can communicate with no, and that and I can relate big, to.
2: So, and a big thing going along with that as well, right? Because it might be, like, you might vibe with other, like, females, right? Yeah. And it might be completely platonic. Yeah. But you might also vibe with, like, other dudes and stuff too, right? Yeah. There's, there's a lot. There's, like, a handful of people that you're going to meet in your life that – It doesn't matter what time of day it is. You can call them, tell them like, yo, this is like what's going on in my life. Or like, hey, I'm just calling to chat. Enjoy some time. Right. And so it's one of those things where, you know, you can have platonic relationships and you can have platonic relationships in the military. But a lot of people in the military, if you are hanging out with somebody or you're hanging out with like a group of people, you might one day be sitting next to like a girl at a table with like a bunch of other dudes it's not something that you should assume that like oh any one of these dudes might be hooking up with that girl or vice versa right that's the that's the thing that a lot of people run into is you'll end up in this relationship where like for myself i am like wholly committed to my wife i would never do anything to hurt her and every person that I've ever really met in my job that I, that I vibe with, that I want to hang out with, they've met my wife at it's, it's some assemblance or another, like at my house. Cause I don't really go to a lot of places. Most of the things that I do these days, uh, because I have like a wife and a, and a son, right? I I'm bringing people to my house cause I don't want to take my son somewhere. He's going to go run around or I don't want him to be uncomfortable in like a new area, and then, you know, he's going to scream, he's going to cry, he's going to have a hard time, where it's like, you know, I I don't want to make my son susceptible to those, like, discomforts. And so, I bring a lot of people to my house, but I've brought guys, girls, like, I've brought a bunch of people to my house, and my wife has met all these people, but she also understands it's that communication aspect where you have to, like, communicate with your significant other like hey like you know there's that trust that you build in a relationship especially when you want to marry somebody or have kids and a family with them that like look you are the number one person in my life you will always be that number one person like i am committed to you but you're gonna have these relationships with other people and not to say relationships in the facet of it has to strictly be a sexual or like a hookup relationship you can have platonic relationships with people and it can still be something that is like a huge like part of your life. I met so many people in the last 4 years that like I want to still talk to the rest of my life, right? I met people in boot camp, right? Cuz like yeah. you and I we met in boot camp oh, yeah, man. that like you're going to want to talk to the rest of your life because we have similar goals and like similar motivation levels and like you're passionate about what you are passionate about and it it is something that I'm like all for. I'm going to be like the dude in the background going like, hell yeah, you're doing this. Like I'm about it. I want to see you do crazy things. And
1: I appreciate that because the crazy <laughs> thing is like perception reality. We never perceived like this ever happening. Exactly. We, I mean, we talked about this the last time we did the podcast. Yeah. Like, yo, come to my place and we'll do it at my place next time. Like 100%. here we are at my place. Right. And <laughs> you, you can make it happen. That's exactly. the thing too.
2: And I when I started this like when I started doing podcasting like I was 100% about myself. I wanted to do things for myself. I don't care if it makes money. I'm doing this because I want 20 years down the road, I want to be able to like go back to this and be like, you know, I haven't talked to this person in a while. I want to go make sure I remember to give them a call, right? I want to still remember all those great stories and all those great discussions I had with all these people. And it's not that hard to like put a mic in between two people and still have the same talks you're going to talk about anyways, right? So yep. for me, I was like, look, I'll spend some money on equipment. It'll last for a long time. I'm going to have a great time talking to my people. For you, right? It's one of those things where you're like, look, I, I want to test myself. I want to be able to test myself. Can I tell you something? Yeah, 100%
1: my perception to reality because i had seen you do so many other podcasts um and then you shot out that message on facebook right Mm -hmm. i felt like you were too good for me (laughs) no 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 no, no slight no slight because like you had done so many already i was like He's very proactive and I want, and cause I wanted, I, I'm trying to get into the podcast thing. I'm trying to make myself so much more comfortable with it. And that's why I always love talking to you. Cause you make yeah. me the most comfortable with, and I've, I've done a couple of podcasts. I felt like you were way too good for me. No lie. And then I got to your place and we had the whole setup. I was like, yeah, he's, he's legit. <laughs> like, no, it's, 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 and I understand, I, and I embrace it because like when it comes to fitness, some people get intimidated, right? And yeah. I ne- and I usually be like I, I i never get intimidated with anything, except when it comes to swimming, because I'm still scared of the water. I'm trying to get used to it. Like I'm okay. trying to always knock down my intimidations and be like I conquer that fear. But I honestly felt I was like he's good. Like he knows what he's doing. Like he's he's successful with it. Like you had your whole thing going, you and your wife have the other thing going. I'm like, they're they're good. it's that's that top of the hill bottom exactly
2: you see me at the top of the hill of podcast and for me i'm just getting started right yeah i I have like this equipment just because i i've watched hundreds of hours of youtube videos at this point right and i want to be better every episode and i want to get like for me right now i want to talk to the people i want to talk to right i want to enjoy conversations with all these people and for
1: like i want to be like the best conversation you ever had dude because i yeah. want like because i know we talked about it like when you get your studio like i want to make sure like you got that setup going like you got the youtube and you got the podcast like yeah. you, you're able all get all channels And like every time i'll come on there i want to be the best person you have on there and, and you you motivate me to be the best me because you want to know why because like the last time we talked i wasn't i wasn't i was just a trainer and now, now we're now we're talking. What am I? You're doing things for like <laughs> you got five thousand people looking exactly, up to you. Exactly, right. So the next time we do it, like, because you're you're get you got orders a new place, right? Yeah, I'm about yeah. to be
2: going down to like New Orleans area. Like, I'm going back to the southeast, even further south than I am now, right? Yeah, I want
1: to be able to come and you be like, yeah, bro, I just trained Tom Cruise today. <laughs> <laughs> because we we so even us together right like we perceive each other in different in different realities in different aspects of life like i see you as this like this big podcaster that i know like you're you're consistently knocking down editing and and producing things and it's just learning and, just, every day. and, putting, it, and putting it out and here i am just like oh i just i worked out today like i gotta i recorded but i i I gotta find time to edit. And then I see you editing yourself. I'm like, how's he doing this? Like, I'm trying to get in the podcast. I'm trying to get my podcast and my editing from my videos done. Like, how's he doing this? Like, cause I know I first of all, the reason I say that is because I know his position. I know what his job is. His job is not something that's that's easy to be done. Like his training that he went through is very extensive when it comes to military training. Not extensive as like as a special operation stuff like that no it's
2: it's a when it comes yeah
1: when it comes to educational wise it's very extensive and his job is very important when it comes to navy side and i know that i'm like how's he doing this with this supervisory position like how does he find the time being a father being a husband being a supervisor like where is the time like and it's, I'm, it, to be honest, right, like it's a it's, it's, hard. it's not jealousy. It's just like an admiration. It's like, where do you find the time to make these things done? But the crazy thing, too, right, because you're you're
2: you're also trying to jump into like, you know, podcasting, multimedia work. Right. I look at the same thing on your end. Right. Because yeah. My perception of your reality is this man is posting crazy videos. I know the work that you have to put in oh, yeah. just to get to be able to do like even like a 30 second video of you doing like oh, yeah. some crazy stunt, right? You don't just wake up one morning and you're able to do it. It takes time. And I'm like, I'm looking at you the same way, right? And I think that, you know, I look at what you've been doing in like the fitness aspect and I go, you know, I know your job now, right? You're yeah. you're doing all this work that you have a, a full-time day job Yeah. You're,
1: you, on top of that you're also I'm back, doing, I'm back to the day job so ain't nobody can make no excuse because i go through the same thing you guys all go through <laughs> yeah
2: you got the same hours yeah. that i got yeah but on top of that you're still finding time to go to the gym you're still training people you're still doing all this stuff going and to you're school trying, yeah, full-time go, trying to go into podcasting, getting more certs and you're still also your weekend time's also taken up because you're still also a reservist in the military, on top of all of that stuff. And, yeah, and so bring the humbling piece into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, right? Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're doing so much stuff, and you know, I think a lot of people, right? They may not be doing as much as what you or I are doing. Sometimes you
1: you but, just put a lot of things into perspective for me because I downplay your perspective of my life. Just put a lot of things into reality. Because yeah. perception is reality, right? I don't think of those things. I just think of like, all right, it's another drill weekend. It's gonna take me away from doing my homework. All right, I'm going to work. Then I'm gonna go home, do my work, I'll do my then go to the gym. Well, I go from work to gym to homework. Yeah. I don't I don't think of it in the way you think of it where it's like it's an amazing factor. And that's the one thing that my significant other tells me right like you've done so many things like i've been from the navy to the army
3: yeah
2: you've
1: seen both sides yeah i've seen both sides and whoever for all those viewers out there whoever's watching right now uh go navy (laughs) (laughs) um if you're going enlisted go navy if you're going to go officer go army it's way easy in the army side that's the only reason why i joined the army um but yeah i mean yeah it's i i appreciate we have such an admiration for each other that i never realized until today dude
2: but and i think that right so how we have that admiration for each other like a lot of other people too like they may not be doing Everyone has their own path, right? Yep, you're right. You're doing all of this stuff to get into. You want to be paid to do the things you love, yeah. And I, that is like what I I would only hope for every single person. I
1: have a question. So, like, almost not so. Um, in my position as a fitness person, right? What would you think like the end goal is as far as like, hey, you've made it in my position from well, your perspective, from your perspective.
2: I mean, if I was in your shoes, yeah, I think that my biggest goal would be like, I mean, like, being a huge fitness influencer, being like invited to go to things, you know, we talked about earlier, right. In Hollywood, right. Hollywood. I want to be invited to the Arnold. I want people, I want, you know, scores of people, lines of people coming to buy like my products or my like fitness routines and my kind of stuff like that. Right. I want to be netting enough money to have, you know, the mansion in the hills. Right. Whatever. Right. To me, that is like what I would be like, in your shoes that's my goal whereas like
1: my goals for me it's not none, not even in your shoes and your goal but in your perception of the reality that i'm facing yeah in my perspective field
2: 100 percent, right and i feel like my perspective would be that if you could do that then that would be like that's the that's the top of the food chain right because yeah even, like when I think of like fitness influencers and stuff right, you're building a brand right now, but on top of that, like you're you're showing off like not only the things that you have learned but you're giving that to other people as well yeah. and so the more people you could give that to, the better not just for you but for the people who are getting that from you hey no cap
3: uh.
1: This Drink that you brought is strong, yeah. <laughs> I told you, dude. Like, I was, hey, I was sipping on wine all night and I finished my bottle of this great Virginia wine. Uh, I'm gonna pass, you the, pass it to you, but it's my first cup of the vodka cranberry you bought. This is it's strong. good, dude. I love it's it, it's good, for strong. So,
2: also local Virginia Beach, really,
1: yeah, yeah. So, but no, no, no. Um, the perception of where my industry can take me right where i've always wanted to take it was uh i have to be a hollywood trainer like because i see those other trainers right and i see what they're doing i'm just like i can do that but then i got into this film like oh, i can do that too so i'm i'm conflicted and confused as far as how far i want to take it well and, and if i want to switch into another area because i've like because in instance i feel like i because my, my goal is also to give back to the community that inspired me to do this fitness thing. And, and I'm like, I've, I've me, reached that.
2: That is that is probably the most admirable part of it is not only like you could absolutely be be grinding towards that goal. And you can kind of be doing it in tandem with what you're doing. But you have also kind of sidestepped into I'm giving back to all of these people who in like your mind right yeah they shaped you into what gave you the motivation to do what you're doing yeah. and you're giving back to these people and to me like the sense of community that like you're helping is such a huge commitment and is like such a very admirable part of like why i feel like you the money doesn't, the money
1: doesn't hurt either
2: no and, <laughs> and, and, and right it, it may not be as much as like you're even worth, but the people I want you to know that like personally the like, people enjoy it. I admire I felt that. what you're doing because you're working like even right now with like five thousand people are looking up to you to like give them the goals that they need to like just get started with even like basic things to advance things and they can come to you and they look up to you and that's what, what I
1: want. It was weird because I was I was walking around the ship one day i was like i hope i see garcia and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> he's not even stationed
3: dude, here
2: <laughs> if like, i would have been i <laughs> wish i
1: could have been dude when <laughs> i
2: when that news broke i was like oh my god dude yeah that's yeah. so crazy what'd you,
1: what'd you think when i when i posted that
2: well and like i know people who oh, are aware no, wow. like who are literally
1: at your command that you're doing tell dude. them to come. no like for real like, like hey go to mwr say hi to him talk to this man yeah like Mm -hmm. i'm you know who i am yeah like like i'm i'm willing to help like i if they just want to talk even my thing my whole thing is like if you just want to talk like we can just sit there and talk like we don't have to work out like i'm there for you at, at every capacity mental physical whatever you want man like i'm there to talk to you like if you want advice i'm there because I've been through it. Like, I might not, I'm not a chief or anything like that, but like, I've been through it. Like, I've been that listening stage. Like, I know what it's like. I've been that young 22, 21, 23 year old. 100%. Like, I know what it's like. Like, I just come talk to me. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not some person that thinks they're wholly above thou. Yeah. That would never be my person.
2: And on top of that, right? Because, you know, you're obviously very fit, right? And your job is fitness. That is like the big thing. Right. And so that's the moneymaker man. And I feel like some people, (laughs) right. (laughs) Some people might get intimidated by the fact that like you are a very fit person. You are obviously very knowledgeable in fitness, but what they don't understand is like, you're still learning. You also learned in your time in the military. Right. And even like the time that you're still spending as like enlisted reserves, things like that. Right. You're still learning. And you're obviously a very humble person where like I try to people be.
1: I'm like, still pretty though.
2: Yeah. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Ridiculous. And shredded. But like, you know, some people they'll they'll get like intimidated by that. And what I would hope that people understand is like they they shouldn't be intimidated by people who are like very experienced in oh, yeah. anything. Yeah. in anything that other people are doing. If you want to get into I love an the fact aspect, you said that. Yeah, if you want to get into the aspect of something, the best thing you can do is ask somebody who's done it, who someone who's done the research, because they can go, hey, you know, I did this and it was a huge fucking mistake, right? Freaking Excuse my French, right? Garcia. But,
1: <laughs> but like... Bro, I forgot your first name. What is it? I might be drunk
2: right uh, now. It's, uh, it's Maco, but I go by is Drew. You said what? I go by Drew
1: all the time. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's true. I was like, Drew just went on to something, right? um we perceive so many things in the wrong ways right and i'm talking for males because we perceive like i can't ask for help when it comes to lifting because this dude's gonna think i'm weak this dude's gonna think i don't know what i'm doing or i'm soft yeah it's it's not a challenge like not okay it's your life yeah yeah, yeah. it's your life you have one life Yeah. Not every, not every person in the world is out to like fight or test you. Like if you were, I'm not here to test you. Like I'm not here to test your manliness or your manlihood or anything like that. Like I'm not, I'm here to help you improve on what you want to improve on. And the fact that you mentioned that, like, if you don't know something, ask for help. And I've, I've asked for help multiple times as far as like swimming, running. I have a running coach. Mike, my, my, my running coach is one of my best friends from high school. I still talk to this man to this day. I met I, I remember the day I met this kid, dude. His name is War Mike, right? Shout out. Tall Sudanese kid. He no, he's locally fam- he's famous in, in Michigan. Like people know him throughout Michigan. He's a famous runner, right? The last we've talked we talked sporadically because he's working on a master's degree in social work out of all things, right? Out of, out of all things from his background,
3: yeah,
1: this dude runs a three fifty five mile, three minute fifty
3: five seconds. Damn! I ain't never <laughs> gonna do it. No.
1: <laughs> I don't want to. I don't even want to attempt that. This is my running coach, right? One of my best friends. I, I, without a doubt, when I was like, all right, I'm about to get back into running, I did the uh run November program. Yeah. This is I created it myself. I was running consistently every day, consistently. To the point, like, my running shoes weren't even right to begin with. And then I finally ran down and I got a six-minute mile. And I was like, okay, cool. Because when I was 19, I ran a 545-minute mile. And I was like, I want to get back to that. I'm pretty sure I can do it now. Just because of the conditioning and what he's taught. me. But I went out and sought that help. I was like, I'm not doing it the proper way. I have a friend that's running a three-minute, 55-minute mile. What am I doing that's not right? I sought an expert in their craft for that help. And that's where I had to put my pride aside. I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Please teach me. Yeah. And I always seek that. It's like, and I had to learn that the hard way. I always used to think I was so arrogant as a young child. Not as, yeah, I'll as say a young, young man, child, yeah. I'll say as a young child, because I wasn't a man at that point. Like 19- I wouldn't say I came into being a man until the age of twenty-five, where I realized like you don't have all the answers. You can't ask for help. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. And that's the one thing we don't realize, right? Cause our perception of our reality is like if you ask for help, you're weak.
2: Am yeah. I wrong? Tell or me if I'm you, wrong. Or no. you look stupid. Yeah, tell me if I'm wrong. Like that. Tell 100%
1: me if I'm wrong. not, dude. Yeah.
2: Cause literally, like that was that was a big thing for me, is like when I finally realized that like I it' this isn't like a one-man game we are all one people right we all have to like help each other other people have they've spent all of their life in like one field of like study right yeah
1: i feel like (laughs) i feel like when we when we die (laughs) uh we're gonna be like because if it's i'm gonna say in one this this blank statement uh If I would have asked for help when I die and I go to heaven, like, ah, you asked for help for running. Ah, you weak. (laughs) No, it (laughs) doesn't work that way. Ah, you asked for help with your math, homework, You weak. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. The way your friends make fun of you is not the way how life works. No, that's
0: just your friends being your friends, dude. That's just how it works.
2: But literally, like, you cannot sit there and, like, expect to know everything. Yeah, No one will ever know everything. You have people who... Their, their interests are in like this one thing and they know this so well, but then someone that doesn't know that, but they're also interested in it. You don't want them to do it by themselves. You want them to, you want to fast track everyone, right? And what's the best way to do it? Ask someone
1: who made all the mistakes first. Facts. Learn from that. If you guys want to know who made all the mistakes first, I made all the mistakes first. Uh, I ate at every restaurant. I drank all the liquor.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) No, no,
1: (laughs) but you're right though. Uh, you had you said that if you wanna who made if you wanna know who did it right, ask someone who made all the mistakes first, right? I was a bit at advocate on that. I did all the mistakes. Um and I think I don't want I don't wanna blame the military on it because it was the that was the environment. She's an alcoholic. My dog is an alcoholic. If you guys are watching on live, Kiko's an alcoholic. She's in love with Drew. She's in love with Drew, but she's also an alcoholic but I did I didn't make all the mistakes. I did I did what every young sailor would do. And you as a uh, a first class
3: a first I class made them a all E6, too. yeah.
1: <laughs> you made them all but you just made them all to where you got promoted and got more money at the same time.
2: And it's worked out for me. Yeah. I mean I I think that like with me like finally making first class the, the biggest thing for me is it couldn't have happened at a better time. Mm-hmm. I'm fixing the transfer my son's gonna be going to school soon, right? Yeah. I have like new stresses every day. It feels like, and it, it, everyone does, Let, right? Let's,
1: let's talk about kids real quick, cool, man. Uh, I don't know who's still watching, but I did break. I did have some breaking news. Only one person commented and texting yeah. me about it. <laughs> Caitlin Dewent, uh, love you. That's my sister, man. She's, like the best, the best client I've had. I'm, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that because that'll make other clients upset, but. <laughs> She was one of the first clients that I had that helped me and guided me through the process, right? I worked through everything, like, intricacy, like, as far as, like, I'd call her... We'd call on FaceTime, Skype, whatever you could, and we just do workouts together. I'd guide her through it. Uh, So, like, I know when I do online training, like, I know how this the process is. Like, she was right there, like, no charge, nothing like that. And, like, it was a whole learning process for me and her at the same time. Like, I was learning everything at the same time.
3: Yeah,
1: It's been a whole six months and like if you if you see her results like she is she's getting it she's unruly
3: hey that's she's on she's
1: on really it's it's a mindset thing when i when i tell you on really on really fitness is a mindset thing i really i legitimately mean it like if you don't i used to think like i need to get uh a, grab attention from as many people as possible but now it's like i'm gonna test you If you don't have that mindset, I'm not scared of dropping you as a client. It has it has no it has no regard as you as a person or me as a trainer. But if you don't have that mindset, if you're not resilient enough to continue with a program, you're just not it. And that's it. I appreciate your money and your value that you put into it. But like. That's why it's a monthly payment. But if you don't have that mindset, it's just it's just not going to work out because unruly fitness is a mindset. Yeah. And I, and someone, someone, I was working with somebody, and they're like, what, is, what does, what really stand for? It's, like, it's a mindset. That's really it. It's literally just nothing more, nothing less. It's a mindset, bro. Like, if you look up unruly in the dictionary.
2: Yeah. I mean, and it's a, a mindset, too, right? You're not, you're not trying to like, you know, follow anyone else's rules. Yeah. You're making your own way.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. Cause coming from the military, I was like, I'm always following somebody else's rules, I'm always doing what somebody else is telling me to do. I'm always being directed by the UCMJ. Unruly was my only outlet. That was what I came up with on deployment based off of my behavior. Because you know how we, how sailors are when hit oh, the ports. Dude. You know how sailors, I guess, when wow. sailors hit the ports. What are we? We're unruly. We don't want, we don't want rules. We don't want, we don't want that attachment and stuff like that. So it was definitely a mindset thing for me. I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta get wild. I gotta get wild with something. And I was like, all right so i had the name now what was the niche and then it just came out the niche was fitness i've always been rude i was so it's like i did all navy all navy soccer and i was like all right i got there but like when i got there i was injured i was like it's, it's hurting me but i'm still playing and i was like all right like what's what's next like for me my mindset is i'm I'm a, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell the viewers my goals right now. I'm trying to go play semi pro soccer next year. Like that's my that's my mindset. And you can make it happen. Yeah, like point. even with even with my job, like I'm gonna train people and then I'm gonna go play after I get done training. I'm gonna go play soccer semi pro because like
3: that's I love what you. Dude, love.
1: I, yeah, I, I love soccer. I haven't played in a minute, but I need to get back to it because I still got to touch. But I love my job, dude. Dude, my job is awesome. And it's Every-
3: i'm I'm gonna say
1: dude i'm i'm a freaking afloat fitness specialist i'm a fit boss for a navy carrier do you know what i get to do i get to train people on navy ships i get to work with the military and just be a trainer for good money and for good money for good money i'm a fitness director for good money
2: and on top of that you are not only like getting paid for your time, yeah, but you're making a difference in so
1: many people's lives. Exactly. On top of that, because I mean, so like, I get—I honestly get to. You just said it. I get to make a difference, dude, and the, and it's—it's it's been happening without me even realizing because the old fitness director there, he left such a sour taste that I'm trying to. You trying to change the narrative? I'm trying to clean it up. Yeah, Yeah. I'm trying to change the narrative. I'm trying to clean it up. And like people like people tell me, like, no, we already see you, dude. You're you're good. I'm like, I'm trying to be that person that's wholesome. But I don't have to try because that's who I am. I am I I feel like I am a wholesome person that's down to earth. But the fact that I feel bad that the crew had to go through that experience of someone that wasn't genuine. And that's the crazy thing. You know what I mean? Like someone that's not down to earth and someone that's not dead someone that feels they're higher than mighty and mightier than thou. It's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, being able to like
2: put aside all of that, right. Cause you're not, you're not somebody that's like, I'm better than you because yeah. of, you know, one two and three reason right you've always been the person that's like look if you need help i'm willing to help you if i'm better than you that means i beat you in soccer that's it yeah <laughs> on, the, on the soccer yeah. on the soccer field it's different but yeah. right
1: but like or if i beat you in drinking competition <laughs> those are my toxic days <laughs>
2: <laughs> right but you've made
1: like a huge difference in so
2: many people's lives and a lot of people don't understand it like right the the job of, the, like, a fit boss, especially on, like, a carrier, right? Yeah. You're in charge of, like, 5,000 people's, like, ability to be fit and, like, giving them activities to keep them motivated to stay healthy, right? That's a huge task
1: to take on. With that, I hold myself in such high regard because right now I feel like I'm failing. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like I'm failing right now because, yeah, I'm, I'm being patient because I'm on, like, two to three weeks into it because I have sporadic training coming out of out of nowhere sometimes but since i i feel like i'm failing because i haven't hit the niche and and that uh that's also impacted with covid right
2: yeah it, it is like a huge issue right because covid was like a big change for so many people like yeah a lot of people weren't allowed to like leave their house right i wasn't allowed to literally go outside other than to get in my vehicle go to work and maybe get some groceries right and that was my 5,000 people on my ship, right? And so there's 5,000 people on your ship right now that like they're just now starting to get the ability to go out and do things. And so the fact that you're having to take on, you know, 5,000 people and be like, look, man, like you can look up to me, but if you, in the reality of this, right, is if you have any questions whatsoever in regards to your health, your wellness, and your fitness, I will literally bend over backwards to help you out. I will do whatever it takes to make sure that you have what you need. The task in my court now is to make sure that you are as healthy as you could possibly be. And that's like a huge thing to me where like my fit boss that I had on my ship was like this very personable guy, especially the one that I had throughout deployment he would literally walk through the halls and literally be like, Hey man, like what's going on? And, you know, ask you questions like, Hey, you know, keep, have you been motivated lately? Or like if you were showing up to a lot of his events, he'd be like, Hey man, uh, I noticed you had, you've been slacking this week. Right. And it wasn't so much that it was like, Oh, you're slacking. Like you need to get back into it. He's like one of those guys that was, Hey, it, is there something going on outside of, you know, your work that's making you not want to be fit or not want to be healthy? Is there a way that I can help you out? And he was like the best dude to like come up and talk to you and be like, Hey, I, I know you were at a bunch of this, these things that I put on, but you're, you're slack. You're like not showing up as much. Can I help you? What do you need from me? And he was always open and available for like our people. And that was like a huge thing to me because he really made a difference in our ship. I mean, we literally like turned everything around and that was like pre COVID. And even during COVID, he was like, Look, man, like I've got I built he built Who's your footballs? I don't even remember his name, man. He was Who's in
1: on the Stennis right now?
2: Yeah. He's been there for a while. I know Fred. That's Fred. Yeah, he's been he's been there for a couple years now. Big black dude. He used to be a chief. And yeah, he he literally built an entire like fitness regiment for people at home, like no weights, no
1: nothing. Like, oh, I, need, I need to get with Fred. Then I have his number actually. So no, I love that aspect. I'm gonna get with Fred. That's Dennis, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Fred. Um, you can block that out whenever. So from <laughs> you, from your perspective, right? From your perception of reality, what would you expect out of me? my position i mean that's like what would you want like yeah you see me walking around everything like what would would you want because i try i try to be that person that's like i'm not trying out of like a necessity but i'm trying because that's who i am like i want i want the crew to know me and i want them to know like i'm here for you out of genuine out of genuineness right like i want to be that person because i've been in that position because i when I was in that position, I wanted the person that was in that position to come up and talk to me. Like I try to say hi to everybody. Like when I'm walking up the ladder, wall, I'm like, if I, you know, you know that awkward stage in the ladder. Yeah. It's like, oh no, no, you come
0: there. No, no, I'm gonna. You.
1: you first. Daddy, no yeah, you. I'm like, I'm almost like, no, are you come down first. Or I'm like, if I come up, like, hey, how are you guys doing? Like. It's it's a quick high and by passing by because you know you know how the life is. Everyone is busy. Everyone has something going on. Like they don't really want to stop and like really. But that flip. could make someone's day. Too. Yeah, that's the best part, right? So that awkward stop, like, hey, hi, I'm Gabe. What's, what's I'm the up? New, yeah, like, like, and I've 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 had those encounters a few pe- with a few people, right? And it's it's I'm not. Gonna, it's satisfying because like they they're genuine and they really want to see you and like we mentioned like the officers, the officers are way more like interactive with the fit boss because they're like this is our dude like yeah 100 yeah like he's our fitness trainer like we have a personal trainer now because like they know they're gonna get a if they want it they can get it that's how i feel about it because I, I haven't experienced it underway right but like my perspective is like i'm here for everybody like i want to Bro, I have so many certifications. and I've learned so many things. Like, I want to pass it on to somebody. And like, the people I train, like, I was like, I, I tell them, like, I want to give you this information so you can pass it on to somebody else. Like, it's selfish of me to hold it to myself. It's yeah. very selfish. And you want to help as many people as you can. You exactly. want your knowledge I want, I want a chain in effect. everyone's head. Yeah, I want everything I'm learning in your head. Like, I wanted that chain effect. They'd be like, hey, man, like this person right here, X, is so knowledgeable. And they'd be like, oh, word, word, let me talk to that person. And then they talk to X and X be like, yeah, I learned it from Y. And Y is me. I'm why you learned that stuff. That's, that's the chain effect that I want.
2: And that's the best part, right? And honestly, like the things that you're going to be able to do for this ship and, you know, the things that you're doing – is like a huge undertaking, right? It's, it's probably bigger than a lot of the things that you've done. But on top of that, you're going to make a difference in people's lives that, right. That you may not have thought you were going to make a difference in, in the first place. But for me, like that is such a huge thing to understand that like you, you can literally like create programs and create like motivation in people that they didn't even think that they had in the first place. And they get to like kind of learn and understand. And yeah, they're going to discuss it with their friends, right? Cause these people are going to get out of the Navy one day and they're going to be taking on the lessons they learned from you when they were in the military. And they're going to, they're going to take those lessons. They're going to take them with them outside of the military. They're going to continue to do the things that you taught them how to do. And then, the, yeah, they'll pass it on to, you know, some of their friends and those friends will pass it on to their friends. And at the end of the day, all of that difference that's going to be made in the world, right? Not just even on like our ship and, and you know, on like the Navy as a whole, is going to literally start with you taking on this job, not not just for the pay, right? But for the ability to like make a difference in so many people's lives all at once, and that's like a huge admirable thing to me like i i know that a lot of people like maybe won't understand why it's important that the military has a fit boss on board like every platform right yeah. but it is a huge deal because we don't have time in the day right we talked about this you know a couple it's months crazy. ago it's crazy
1: you're saying I feel like a superhero. I've always trained to be a superhero. But you're saying like, I get to make I get to make a difference and I never look at it in that perspective. Cuz my perception of my reality is like when I get to work it's like all right, let me walk my spaces. Let me see if the gym is good to go for everybody to use it. I mean with the expe- exception with the covid thing going on right now. Um let me walk around the ship to see say hi and I I I le- I legitimately because I have a few fit shirts that say Fit Boss on it. I legitimately go in there and I put the shirts on, so everybody knows who like. Oh cool! Oh Fit Boss! Cool cool! Like yeah. Some days I do you, that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: When they see you not in that shirt, but they still
1: know that you're like walking the ship, right? Yeah.
2: They're like, oh yeah. I had that happen guy?
1: today. I had that to happen today because I wasn't wearing my Fit Boss shirt. I was wearing just a regular T shirt today. I was like, I went up to media. I was like, hey, I'm the Fit Boss, and I met a sailor an ic3 he's like oh i know you who you are you i think seen your other show was like that low-key yo that that hit my heart that yo. hit my soul i was like all right it's like i'm being patient with it i'm being consistent and patient with it it's actually work even if i'm not wearing the same shirt because like i want to be recognizable and i want to be that person you can pull up to ask questions to at any time like you mentioned like yours right like your finished with like at Anytime, I want to be that person you can come to and ask that question. But some days I don't feel like I'm making an, act, an impact, and that's just how I feel. But at the same time, it's like, all right, cool. Some Maybe be patient and something's going to happen.
2: Yeah, it's building that chain effect, man. Because oh, yeah. like on the days that you may not feel like you did something, the somebody that you did do something for yesterday is telling somebody today the things that you taught them. Yeah. And so it's like that big chain effect that you're building and you're, you're able to build that for so many people. Cause you're on such a large platform now that like that's, that is going to make a huge difference down the road. But it, it is like absolutely so like sick that like not only did like, cause I, I knew you in boot camp, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we've known each other for how was
1: how was I in boot camp? Your I mean, your perception of my reality boot camp. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we had we had some of the coolest friends, right? Because like right, going through boot camp for all of us, it's it's like a huge shell shock. You're Facts. you're meeting so many people that come from so many backgrounds. Food was
1: good. Yeah,
2: it's the best it was <laughs>
1: ever gonna be. Best cornbread in the world. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. I think they put crack in that cornbread. It was the best cornbread in the world, man. Yeah, but like, and we we would always just hang out, right? Because it was like
1: you, me, Bons, Barnes, yeah. right? We had like a bunch Shout of out the goons. Malachi Squad. Barnes, man, one of the best people I know in the he's navy. So so chill, He's so down. He's so down to earth. Uh, he's been working his music. I don't know. Did you get it? Did you get him on your podcast recently or not? Not yet. I would you, love reached you. out. I am going to have to I don't, to know, if in, I don't to, know if he's in Japan already or not. I don't
2: know. I've I've I'm gonna have to reach out because if he's still around this area at all, I need to hit him up before I, don't I leave. I think so. I think he went to Japan already.
1: I think he actually did.
2: Well, I'm gonna make sure I hit him up tonight because yeah. I'd love to see if he's still around here, if I can get an if I can get an episode in with him before I leave. Cause like he also was just he was he was with us, dude, you know. Dirty Draw Squad is <laughs> <laughs> just checking everybody's shit out.
1: <laughs> but, you know, Sitting like, in the Dirty <laughs> Draw
2: Squad?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always having what? to be like, who hands? I don't even know why are we...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know What's crazy? We all volunteered for that job. We didn't know. We all, no, we knew. We were like, we're we, washing we, dirty draws. We knew. But and you we guys noticed no, no. so much stuff. So yeah. it was it was Barnes <laughs> that had the job first and I was like, Man, that's my boy, I'm gonna help him out. So I was like the A L P O, laundry P. O. And then you guys are like, I wanna be in the laundry room too. You guys all volunteered for that job we voluntarily. Just had,
2: it was the it was it was the coolest people. It was definitely
1: not the coolest job. It definitely job. was. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I mean, it was, it, at the instance, it was like we would get out a lot of, th- me and Barnes got a lot of things. Like, so we, much. a lot of it is, a lot of it, especially like, oh, we gotta clean the laundry room, make sure it's good for inspection. Like, we didn't do a lot of look, inspections. Oh, good. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, hey, whatever. And then, like, we just missed so many things. We just be chilling there talking. And then at night, like, we all just be chilling in there. <laughs> Dude the dirty draw squad Yeah. <laughs> yo who got screwed a <laughs> week dds dds <laughs> but
2: that's yeah man like it was it was like i knew you from like boot camp and yeah. right and then everybody kind of goes their separate ways because that's just the way of the military right people get stationed that's in light. different places that's life
1: in general man yeah.
2: yeah and to to have the ability to come back to like one area yeah where like so many people are all stationed and stuff and like you had already gotten out and already like started you know living a whole different life oh, yeah. and you know to still be able to see how far you've come from like boot camp and like people would it's never scary. understand that. It's it is I, wild.
1: I, did you ever in your water stream think you'd be a a first class? I
2: mean no not really
1: cuz i didn't
2: think i was going to stay in long enough to do it that I was the crazy n- I thing i never
1: thought i'd be in the position i am right now and i never thought that i had the mindset that i have right now in order to leave this position not leave the position but to grasp all the knowledge i have and exceed that position and
2: now you're, you know what i mean now you're able to not only like have gotten all that knowledge but you're literally passing that knowledge down to <laughs> exactly. so many people
1: cuz think how old we are we're
2: young like got a whole life
1: ahead of us we like whoever just tuned in like you have a kid i'm about to have a kid like we're young yeah and we have all this knowledge that we've grasped and to and, be able to learn from that knowledge and be like bet i'm about to take that knowledge and move on to this higher paying position bet i'm gonna take that knowledge and move on to a higher paying position our bet you don't want to all right i already have this x amount of things done I already know I can do that and get a high pre-position X elsewhere. I'm good.
2: And it all started with, you know, one decision yeah, one. to
1: go to maps and link up. And now look at, I
2: mean, it, it is absolutely wild to see just how far every, everyone that I've talked to that has joined the military, right? They learn a lot more about themselves than they thought they would have learned. And it's not easy it has never been easy but at the same time i can't say that it hasn't been worth it either it has oh, been yeah. it has been very worth like meeting the people and like forming the bonds with the people that i've met it right, has those, been one of the best times of my life
1: those connections are like a life thing like think think about us just think about anyway, it we didn't talk for like i think like 2 to 3 years and then yeah. boom instant connection again right and think about so. I have a question for you, right? Because the whole topic of today is perception is reality. Hundred percent. When it came to being a parent, what was your perception of that, and I what happened—the reality of it?
2: For me, right, it was it was pretty scary, right? Because at the time, I was going on a lot of underways, and then my wife got pregnant, right. Um, and I don't I don't talk about it much, but um, we had a miscarriage, right? Yeah. At first. And that was like earth shattering, right? Because mm-hmm. it's hard to to be a parent. I've I've come to find out, and it's exciting, right? To to f- and stressful to find out you're going to be a parent. Yeah, and it's even more stressful than that to like lose someone that you never get to meet. Mm-hmm. And right after that, it was like it was like a sign for us, right? We we had lost a child, and you know like not even 6 weeks later we had another one on the way so at first for me my biggest perception was like i i i can't form like a huge bond with this because i had been so traumatized right with losing my first child but then as time went on and you know my son's growing very healthy and he's like you know starting to like really grow yeah. right you go to all these ultrasounds and stuff like that. Uh, the excitement is—it's uncontainable. It's—it's it's a whole new thing. And I feel like
1: it's—it's it's also different for us, Mel, because we're not the one carrying it. So no. it's just, for us, yeah. it's like, all right, like I'm here. I'm I'm waiting to see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like that longer way to get. It's like all right, when it's here, I'll i all when it's here. I'll accept it. <laughs> yeah.
2: And well, and what's great about that too is like, and you're gonna get to see so much of this too. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's waves and stages, right? So you get like the initial like wave of like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna be a dad, right? Yeah, and that's where find I out, out. Yeah, and then you're gonna find out like, you know, the gender of your son, daughter, like, right, whatever you're gonna have, and that's another thing. And you're gonna be like, oh my goodness, now I gotta like start planning like. I got to get, you know, all these like clothes and all this stuff. I'm a
1: planner. Like I'm already planning. i like, I know, like, I'm not going to get all that stuff right now. Like for me, it's like learn my craft at work and then start saving for it. And then start buying stuff for it. Like I'm a planner, like my whole job is planning. So I'm I'm a planner at heart. Like I'm already planning all that stuff. 100%. Right. (laughs) And so then
2: you get that. And then. The next big thing's like, all right, baby shower, right?
3: Or mm. you
2: know, they're gonna start kicking, and then you're gonna be laying next to your girl, and like, you're gonna see like some crazy things happening, right? And I think that the biggest thing for you, if I if I could give you the best advice, right, for the preparation of becoming a father, especially for the first time, right? Uh, you know, your your girl's gonna be very like not about herself. And the best thing that you can do is always like keep lifting her up, like Mm. that's your that's your queen, right? And she's bringing your prince or princess in the world. So, like, there's gonna be nights that she's just like, I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel good at all. I hate the way I look. I hate the way I feel. I cannot believe that we're going through this. But like, you're gonna have to like come home and be like, look, man, uh, we're gonna we're gonna make the best of the situation. And you're gonna get to that like weird step where. You know, you're going to lay down and, you know, your kid's going to start kicking and moving and stuff like that. It is a, it is a surreal experience. Like it is the craziest thing and you're going to, that to me was when I started to like feel like how big of a change my life was about to take because like. The initial shockwave of like, oh, I'm going to be a dad like that was that was that was weird. Right. And then you're like, oh, I know that I'm going to be a dad to like a little boy. He's going to look up to me. I'm going to have to teach him how to be me. But even better than me. Yeah. Because I you always want better for your kids than what you you dealt with. Right. How much
1: better do you want them to be than you? I that's want him to be the best.
2: I want him, I want him to, to... If he wants to be the president, I want him to be the best president that's ever existed. <laughs> if he wants to be a doctor, I want him to be the best surgeon that has ever existed. I want everyone to literally be like, I have to get this crazy intense surgery. I want them to be like, that's the best that's ever done it and ever will like do Like, you it. want him
1: to exceed you in every aspect of life.
2: I want I want people to look down on me because they look up to him so much. Like, I, bigger like, dick than you. 100%. <laughs> I don't care. He can
0: have...
3: He can have
2: (laughs) a fourteen-inch horse cock. I don't care. Like, (laughs) congratulations, brother. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, for me, like honestly, like the first time that I truly like felt just the uncontrollable wave of emotion was like when I was laying next to my wife one night and my son started like kicking and stuff, and I got to feel that. And you are like, that is to me when I was like, that's an actual like living, yeah person inside of my wife right now that's just waiting to come out. And so you're you're gonna feel a lot of waves of emotion. There's gonna be a lot of challenges, right? Um you're gonna you're gonna have to maintain your motivation and what you're doing. Yeah. And still make all the time that you have left to be about like making a better way for your child. Yeah. And so it comes with a whole host of challenges. But at the same time Every day you're gonna if you think you're motivated now, (laughs) you have not seen anything
1: yet. I'm a highly motivated sailor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Highly motivated sailor petty
2: officer. (laughs) With with all the motivation you have now and the things that you're doing, you will be a hundred thousand times more so when there's somebody looking at you that's looking up to you and you're you're their world. I
1: mean so i'm their yeah. world and that's crazy because we talked about that perception right because we remember each other as children like we we yeah. we see our parents like they know everything i'm gonna ask mommy i'm gonna ask daddy because they know all the answers because that's what my world is consistent of right like i don't know what that is so i'm gonna ask mommy and daddy they know what it is mommy daddy where do babies come from
3: yeah, they, you you're know, gonna
1: they get know the weird questions right it's gonna yeah, happen yeah
2: so that's crazy and that's gonna be your whole world man it's it's my whole world is consisting of being
1: somebody's go-to for everything i mean and so for me right but then what happens when because we we face the realizations like what happens when they realize we're human
2: then you tell them you know that's the thing right my my dad told me, I don't have the answers, right? I have a lot of answers, mm-hmm. I don't have them all, and you know, I don't think any less of him. If anything, I think more because he taught me that yeah. lesson, right? And you're gonna be able to teach your your child that lesson, right? They're I gonna wanna, look I up. I want to teach
1: you. them that, like right away, like I'm like, dude, like life isn't I, about I know, all the I answers. Know, yeah, <laughs> I know X amount until like you're 15 other than that like i know x amount not 15 but like x amount until after you leave high school after that it's like you got to figure it out like because i had to figure it out that's the thing like i didn't have a scholarship i didn't have a trust fund no i didn't have money in the bank waiting for me and stuff like that <laughs> I mean, my goal is to make sure they have that money in the bank waiting for them, but I don't want them to know about it. No, <laughs> hey, that's the
2: thing too, no, right? Exactly,
1: because yeah. we talk about like we want to do better for them that, that was better that was done for us, but I don't want them to know. I don't want them to have that cockiness. Like, oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I want my child to be cocky. It's not. It's, it's not a. Not a not a cockiness where they're arrogant. Maybe not even cocky. Not, not arrogant. You want them to be confident. Yeah, 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 a cockiness where they're confident, but not a cockiness where they're arrogant. That's the difference, right? Exactly. I want them to be like, I want them to trust in their ability, trust in their decisions, and trust in themselves. And that's the thing, right? If they're arrogant about it and showing off to other people, that's where I'm going to put them in check. Exactly. Because, like, first of all, you didn't earn anything in this life. I gave it to you. And we're people. Yeah and you Everyone can yeah cuz i'm I, i'll be like i'll tell you i'll tell you your whole background right now of where your dad came from and where your grandparents came from we came from dirt poor like i fit I, i'm not going to say i i haven't made it in this life i'm in it you haven't made it yet yeah i haven't made thing. it yet I, I mean, like looking around in my apartment, I'm in a good place. I'm in right. Imagine, imagine where you like. I'm in, I'm in a good place. Imagine where
2: you were at 15, right? Uh, You had no money. You had. You know, you were in high school, your whole, your whole goal in life was like, just get out of high school. Right. And even in the Navy, right. Your whole goal was just get out of the (laughs) Navy. Just find a job that I can sustain to where I don't have to be in the Navy. Right.
1: And now I'm just like, now I'm looking around like I'm in a, I'm in a good place. Exactly. You see, you see where we We are. We in a good place. You see, you see this comfy couch, this comfy couch.
2: Yeah. Right. We in a good place. So you worked for it. You, you came from, you know, like nothing. I got and told you, a lot of you, things you,
1: to do for it. <laughs> yeah.
2: And you, you've come, you've come from like what, what you have perceived as nothing. Yeah. And now you, you have made into a reality everything that you could have hoped for with the chance at even more. And Facts. you're going to keep working towards that. And it, it, as long as you maintain that hunger for more. Yes. Every good thing that could possibly come to you is going to come a thousandfold. And I can only just hope that everything that you have like learned thus far, that your ability to like teach and train and help others, your your child's going to see that. And while they look up to you even if you don't know all the answers, I just I cannot wait for you to get to like teach your child what you know and then for them to go Every, every great thing I ever learned that came from my dad and my dad is my motivator. He is my superhero. I will always look up to him. Right. And just know that like, even if you don't have all the answers, you're going to give 110% of yourself to, to that child. Just like you've given 110% of yourself to all of these people that you've met along the way. And
1: Honestly like that's crazy dude. You're so inspirational right now because I've been training for so long to be a superhero. And, and you're going to be a superhero for somebody. You're going
2: to be man. And I, I I can't wait. Man, I honestly I'm going to be a superhero for some wait. somebody. Because I guarantee like when your child's born and you start you're going to post so much about your oh, kid yeah. man. It'll it sure. down. You're going to see
1: a whole bunch of <laughs> shirtless pics
3: yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might change it to shirtless dad <laughs> yeah that new that new dad bod dude oh yeah man I'm, <laughs> I'm bringing a whole new definition of dad bod i might ch- yeah man it's gonna be wild man you almost brought a tear tomorrow i'm not gonna lie to you i had to stop you before you kept talking because you're being very too inspirational hey man it that's
2: that's kids man you're gonna you're gonna love it honestly like i can't wait to, you know, see your kid and just watch you grow from, like, not only this, like, great dude who's done all this great stuff already and the stuff that you're planning on doing, but do that and also be a great dad.
1: Oh, yeah. This baby's going to be dangerous, bro. Whether it's a male or a female, it's, it's, it's African, Portuguese, and Mexican. So, it's going to be a dangerous one. Hey, Curly hair, beautiful eyes, light skin tone absolutely everything. ready for everything oh, yeah. my dude very fit it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome <laughs> yeah man and i think that's a <laughs> it's a great way to end the night because yeah, we, we've been talking hell yeah i mean we well, could talk for a longer i don't i don't want always about before. it but uh so is a good time when we are with uh garcia gets fit
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah now it's garcia's getting old <laughs> but yeah man um yeah closing thoughts from you
1: um, uh, closing thoughts for me. Every time I talk to you, man, it's always inspirational. This time is way more inspirational. Uh, you had a lot more news come up. I mean, yeah, even in man, a short time, even yeah, more than I expected, but I knew I definitely want to get back on here and talk to you, but it was just an abundance of news that came up and an abundance of co- topic conversations. It's that all good to be blessings, in. man. It's all good. you right. Blessings. Um, I don't even know what to say, man. You brought me to tears, close to tears. I ain't hey, crying right? It's all good. <laughs> um, I mean, the last thing I can say is today's cheat day, so I'm just, I'm gonna keep drinking and keep eating. Hey, <laughs>
2: that's right. Yep. And so people can find you at unruly underscore fitness. Yes, right? sir.
1: You can find me at unruly_fitness really underscore fitness, or you can just find me at Gabe Mitogo at Instagram, or you can look me up Gabe. Me- Space Me Togo on Facebook and stuff like that But yeah. Majorly yeah man like I'm just trying to be I'm here for whoever Needs it just like you are man I'm here for whoever needs it Well I'm an open ear I'm an open Book if you want to know Something about me feel free to ask me Uh I'm I don't lie about Anything anymore I used to be a huge liar I'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> 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 those, those are my toxic days Nah I just tell you like look man i done did some things and i am proud of it but i did it and now you know yeah now i know better but yeah like if you want a story hit me up and ask and i'll I'll tell you the truth that's basically it but hell yeah yeah, man it's been it's been a journey it's been a ride it's been a ride it is it has been been a a ride and we still riding hell yeah man
2: well honestly i love it thank you so much for like Giving me the time. And honestly, you know, this has been an amazing time. I, I cannot thank you enough for coming out and, you know, let me do this with you, especially a second time. Dude, I uh, love it. I, I appreciate uh, you. Hey, I can't wait for the third, my dude. No, I
1: can't wait. Next time is in New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I
2: build the studio, I'll, make, I'll be sure to hit you up. Yeah, M-M- I'll be
1: there in a heartbeat. 100%. Well, this shit. It's getting old. Yes, damn on